Hi guys, welcome to episode 128 of Kaizen Project's journey. This is your host, Cliff Tang, speaking from Antwerp, Belgium. Today, I want to talk about an idea that popped up during uh, therapy with a client of mine. And uh, what I really feel resonating today, what I want to talk to you guys about is suppression of feelings. Mm, I must say... I think this is in all kinds of uh, generations, cultures, um, barriers, language barriers, religions, it doesn't really matter, but I do feel that the world has a common problem um, that we like to suppress a lot of the things that are going through, uh, through us in mind, spirit, and in body. And uh, the more I do witness this with people, it makes me really realize how strong people can be, not knowing their history. Sometimes I can really, really feel what harsh or what a tough history people have had um, undergo or underwent in their past without even telling me. Um, the example I want to give today was an, was an Asian lady I definitely felt resonance because I'm Asian myself and I don't want to um, take this to a, like a cultural difference or discrimination or stuff, but why I do feel such a lot of resonance is because I am Asian. I have been grown up by, um, like, uh, like I have been grown up by Western parents, people, uh, caretakers until my seven, but after that I have, I've been grown full up in an Asian family with my parents and family. Uh, I have worked in a lot of Chinese restaurants, Asian, other Asian restaurants, and I do feel the, the cultural difference and what it does with a person when you suppress a lot in daily life. To give you an example, I, I see a lot of people in the practice with different uh, ethnical origins, uh, with different blood running through their veins than pure Belgian blood. Even when people from Belgium, uh, like, like <laughs> I don't want to say like, like, like a white color, you know. <laughs> um, even then, there is so much difference in people. Um, if I look at their names, sometimes it is one-fourth Italian, uh, with with some Polish, um, with some German blood into it, and, and probably also a little bit Philippine blood, and so, I think the longer that we live, I think the more and more cultures will intertwine. Whenever there will be like no certain origin that is pure one hundred percent from the same origin, let us say it like that. But what I do feel is like a, a common subject that I do feel coming up a lot. Uh, when I, whenever I, I'm talking about lower back pain, people have a lot of lower back pain and it's, it's quite chronical. It doesn't really go away. We say that the kidneys at the same place of the lower back region also have a lot of spiritual meaning, but also characteristics that can be stimulated or can be activated whenever they are present 
And let me talk a little bit about that. The kidneys in our bodies represent our uh, life force, our jing, but also they stand for our, um, our internal fire, our, uh, our reserve energy, our willpower, but also our identity and our sense of living, like the purpose. It's all more in the kidneys. It's very deep. It's primitive. It is like it is like in the in the core of your being, in your bones. Like the kidneys are always also connected to the bones or ears or hairs. It's like it's a DNA. So the kidneys go quite deep. And that's mostly also what you see with lower back pain for a very chronic always. Like it can be very deep, like nagging, always being there on the background, not resolving itself. And this issue makes me think about my dad because he's suffering from lower back pain since a, since a few years now. And uh, um, I'm going to go quite personal also in this podcast about some things. Uh, and I feel free to talk about it because I also have my problems, but... I want to talk about it so people can resonate with me. Now, let's talk about those kidneys and the lower back pain. Whenever you are using too much energy in your body, uh, suppressing stuff, because that's the main theme that we're talking about, suppressing energy in your body, suppressing emotions, suppressing um, suppressing your feelings inside of your body takes a very huge amount of energy to sustain that. Um, that that oppression and, and suppressed feelings there. Can you imagine, like, if you're angry and you cannot say it, you just keep it inside, how much energy it takes, how much it eats away inside and how much it, it creates tension. While that tension needs energy, your muscles have to tense up, uh, you, know, you need to hold down your voice so that you don't say certain words and you hold down the tension so that you don't do sudden movements or do the wrong actions that you will regret later. So suppression is a really, really strong force, a driving force. And sometimes um, it is thought, thought by elders and educators that we have to restrict ourselves and control ourselves. And I totally agree with that in certain, certain circumstances. It's better to keep the head cool, to be neutral, that you don't escalate the problems that arise at the moment itself. Yeah? But what I do feel is that if we suppress some stuffs inside, it has to go in some kind of way uh, because energy needs to move on its own. And I was talking about these kidneys because if we're suppressing so much and so much and so much, you will see that people are very tense. And mostly when you feel at their backs, they, they have like, it feels like they have two metal rods inside of their backs. Sometimes I tell ordinary people who, not, who don't do sports or not athletes that sometimes they have the back of, of like <laughs> a top athlete. If you put them together, it would, it would almost feel the same. Probably not aesthetical, not the same, but you will feel the, the back muscles are the same toughness, the same hardness, the same tense density. And when people suppress a lot, these lower back muscles get stiffer and stiffer, uh, holding that tension in. It's like, I say it's like a kettle on the fire. When there is a lot of water that's being heated, it will, 
it will need space to um, it needs space space to go to and if there is no space it will start to press against the borders and the same with like water that's boiling the steam has to go out if you don't it will create friction in the body, it's the same. So a lot of people who suppress a lot, I actually don't have to ask that because if I see at their back muscles and they're like two metal rods sticking out of their backs on the side, then I know these people are very strong into enduring stuff, having endured a lot, swallowed a lot, um, had a lot of patience, but didn't let it go either. And that's the thing I want to talk about today is suppressing for a long time eventually will cause your body to talk to you and in most circumstances it will be the kidney area that also starts to say something lower back pain this fatigue that will uh, kick in but also the sense of um, numbness feeling that your body is not yours feeling that your body is next to yourself when you're watching in the mirror it feels it's not like yourself but also willpower coming down um, and also your sense of direction, like what am I, who am I, my identity, who am I, what am I doing and where am I going, who am I, where am I going. So this totally um, connects with the thing that I wanted to say about um, integration into a different culture. I do say I have the same issues, I had the same issues a, a long time ago that I was figuring out, am I Western or am I Eastern? I have Eastern blood, but I'm raised here. Which principles should I take? Which cultural um, value should I take? Or is it okay to take both? And I think a lot of people are in the same category as, as me. It doesn't, not necessarily that you're Asian, but you can be like um, raised like here in Belgium, Flemish, but you can, can be raised French like uh, the Flanders and, and Wallonie. Um, but you can also have different ancestors with different skin color. So every time there is like, like a possibility that we're not part of one thing alone makes you have a doubt where you belong to. And this can affect your identity thing. But the more you suppress, the weaker your kidneys will become. The we you will weaken your kidneys and this feeling of an identity crisis will come even more and more and more on. So I am talking about all this uh, while I was starting with uh, like the Asian lady is because I have seen a lot of my family members starting restaurants. Why? Because they couldn't talk. So they, then they came to Belgium. They were like only... 11 or 12 years old, they tried their best to learn the language, they can express them a little bit, but not enough to do some jobs that demands a very strong language capability and potential. So um, it was easier to just use their hands, the things that their parents did, that was opening a restaurant and to work, 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 work. Especially now when I see with the COVID situation, the pressure that is being put on um, the horeca, or restaurants and uh, and food in general, there's a lot of tension. And um, knowing a lot of Asians, they will suppress themselves a lot because Asian culture, culture mostly is like, we don't want to, um, we don't want to give troubles to other people. So we rather sacrifice ourselves, don't say anything so that the peace can be uh, maintained. <laughs> 
but in some way it is also not telling what they mean, suppressing themselves. And uh, so I was talking about the suppression and uh, holding, holding a lot inside of the body can cause this chronic lower back pain. So I'm thinking where this talk is heading to. <laughs> I not really thought about this, but that's, that's something I really want to show you guys. Like uh, a lot of lower back pains, if they do not resolve themselves, and you don't quite see some structural, um, severe problems on medical reports or whatever, or on Oryx or on MRIs, then mostly it will be something mental, emotional, that's keeping the lower back pain to heal. Imagine you cut yourself in the finger, it will heal, if the cut is not too deep, of course, but it will heal, and after two weeks you will forget it. There will be a scar tissue, it will grow back, you move it, and after two weeks, you'll forget it. And the lower back is exactly the same. It's sometimes you can injure yourself. There can be too much overload on the muscle and the tissue and the ligaments. It doesn't really matter. But even that will heal. But how can a wound heal if there is a constant pressure on it? The same with the wound on your finger. If you cut yourself, it will heal in two weeks. But if you put your finger against the wound or you really grasp, grasp your, your fist together, with strength, then it takes a way longer time to get that finger healed. And that's exactly the same with lower back pain. If you, if, if it's not structural, like I say, if it's really structural, acute, like you have like, uh, you, you tore a muscle or, uh, stra sorry, you strain the muscle or you have like, like a little injury, it will be painful, but after a few days it gets better and before you know it, it is solved. But if you have this long-standing back pain that always comes back very fast, you have been to doctors and they don't quite see what exactly it is. I always say when it is really structural, a severe case, you will feel it. It feels like this is not normal. This is really painful. It doesn't feel safe. I need to go with this to a doctor. Then you mostly know from your gut feel that there is something needed to be done. This is a severe case. But in... 80 to 90% of the situations, it is just tension that is dominating your lower back. And uh, why I'm, I'm pulling this up is, is because this is something I feel ashamed of and like feeling this kind of uselessness. And that's because I'm helping so many people in the practice overcoming this situation by letting them release emotionally and to let them see the uh, the association, association between letting go of emotions and feelings and feeling that emotion, letting it go, and the relaxation that they will feel afterwards in their lower backs. And that is the, the, the status of a body that can heal. When your body is relaxed, when the muscles are relaxed, your rehabilitation, your recovery can kick in. And that's the only way. Why do you think that so many doctors give you um, painkillers, give you um, muscle relaxes, give you, like in our case, I sometimes hear anti-depressiva anti, uh, when I think it's not too healthy to... Con okay, but it happens. I'm not saying what is wrong or bad, but I just want to say all kind of therapy with some injuries mostly will have a lot to do with relaxing the body so that the healing process finally can 
kick in. And I try to tell this to my clients. I, I educate them on that, but I'm I'm definitely let them let them let them then let up, letting them feel it. And mostly, I get the feedback that it's healing better, and people exactly know what they need to do. But why I feel so ashamed and hopeless is because my own dad, he injured his back. I don't know if it's once or or, or more than that, but. I know he was always like, um, he was like a um, um, distributor of, uh, of wine. So he had to go to a lot of restaurants and, um, and had to move a lot of like, like wines into the basements and stuff. So like very heavy, heavy uh, boxes with, with wine, you know, like wine is how much is seven, 750 milliliters, 24 uh, a box means... Yeah, something around 20 kilos. But like, boom, 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 into a basement, um, stairs up and down. So he had a lot of times that he felt like he ba- his back was sore. But he, in my eyes, he was always the one who never had problems. He could keep going, working all day long after his normal job, still went to a restaurant to help out. So it didn't really stop. But since like a few years, um, he's changed his jobs and um, he went working for uh, um, the flight company to, uh, to work in the kitchen. Early hours, uh, starting around 5 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock, uh, have to work like in a cold environment. And it was one day that he was pulling this uh, soup, a soup kettle, a very heavy one, I think 50, 60 or more liters, and something snapped in his back. And since then... He hasn't really recovered from his back and it's going up and down, up and down. And and the thing is, how much I want to help him with this problem, I do feel it's not structural. But he keeps hammering on it that it's structural. The doctor says there's a little bit uh, less space in, in, the, in the facet joints. And I've seen these kind of problems for a long time, knowing that it's not only structural. There are times that he doesn't feel it or doesn't show it. But um, I, I have confronted him with the fact that mental, emotional-wise, there can be a big impact on this. But yeah, I think, I think this is maybe one of my challenges to overcome this, that I have to let this go. If he really wants to be helped by what I do, I think he should ask. I try to engage him with this. But I tried it a few times, but you definitely feel such kind of resistance not wanting him to show his vulnerability to his son that I really cannot help him. Like if you're like closing up at the moment I not even started yet and you cannot relax through what I'm doing or don't really put your trust in what I'm doing, then a cooperation in, in healing is very hard to do. And I somewhere I, I blame myself for that, that maybe I am not open enough to to engage in this kind of healing with him but i do also feel from his side coming and i think it's a kind of mirror deep down inside i truly hope that he will heal soon but somehow i also feel it's it's a way to keep us connected i think it's always the same like how is with your back and um yeah so so that's that uh if you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling some resonance with this, uh, 
definitely know that everything has a reason. Even like when I'm talking about this now, considering my dad, he has lower back pain and he hears from his friends and his relatives that whoever have sought me have have got better and like uh, why do, why don't you just let your son do it like he's such a good practitioner he can help you with it why are you still having this pain it really pains me to feel what he's going through through those comments and um, yeah i was just talking about this because suppression can be on, on a lot of levels can cause a lot of tension and tension can cause a lot of pain i just want to say that lower back pain definitely can have its reason one of the things I was saying. It doesn't have to be. There are, of course, severe structural problems like a really severe discus hernia, really severe arthritis or arthrosis in the back. It can really cause inflammations and pain. But if it's not one of these kinds, mostly it will be because of emotional and mental tension that resides inside of the back. So... Listen to my advice. We need sometimes to release emotions in some kind of way um, to ventilate the energy that is trapped so that we can create a better connection of our energy lanes through our lower back so we can heal. Okay, so today I talked about a lot of topics. It was about like um, lower back pain, uh, suppression of feelings, um, what we should do with it, but also the the cultural difference that people have uh, needing to integrate in society into a cultural that's not theirs in the first place. I just also want to point this out because I think this problem is more more transparent than I than I thought it would be. Of course, after the Black Lives Matters and anti-Asian racism things and there are a lot of things going on but I think a lot of people have it you don't have to be one kind of race to feel the same identity crisis or integration problems you can still be like like I'm saying like like a pure Belgian living in Belgium still can have problems with his identity to integrate into the culture um, because maybe his, his thoughts and values are like from another culture. It's also possible. So I just want to say that this problem is imminent. It's here. Um, know that it is present. But the only thing that we can do is to accept reality how it is uh, and try to change the emotional ballast that we are holding towards this whole situation of things. So this was my, uh, my podcast today. I just want to say a thanks for everyone who has inspired me to talk about this. And my, uh, my respect and my thoughts definitely go to all the peoples who have endured, um, sustained, suppressed a lot of their feelings because of love. Know that every single act that we do is always starting from our love. Love for something... Um, and if you love something of someone, you don't want to hurt people. You don't want to worry people. So sometimes we suppress a lot of our feelings inside of our body. So mostly it's out of love. Know that you guys have a lot of love. People with a big heart can uh, hold more stuff inside, can suppress more. So all those people who are having those 
two barbell like metal rods still lower back muscles in their body that can get off it know that you're a person with a very loving big heart that you love a lot of people but know that the same love that you emit to other people is that you also need to give that to yourself love yourself too and give yourself the chance to get your lower back healing by just letting some of these suppressed feelings go let them go and you will feel there is more space for new things more things to come to you. The universe always wants to give you a lot, but if you are closed and there is no more space, it's very hard to receive. So think about the breath. It's breathing out, breathing in. The more you breathe out, the more you give, the more you also have to take back in. Otherwise, the balance is not complete. The circle is round. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you feel uh, resonance with this podcast today, uh, give me a head up. Tell me about it. I would like to know. Uh, share with people that maybe are going through the same thing. And uh, that's it. That's my head up of today. Thank you so much for listening. This was an idea that popped up. Some more of these things will come in the coming days. So it's more a feeling month. It's December, contemplation, dark snow, darkness. So we start to think more. And um, this is what I've been thinking the whole day today. Glad to share it with you guys. Thank you so much. Have a really, really lovely evening. Enjoy yourself with your family, with your friends, by yourself, uh, with some heat in these cold winter times. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, and see you soon.